here we are talking about um, our friends, uh, our kids choosing friends. But in some sense, I'm re- reminding my children, three of them, my, my kids, what kind of friend are you? This week on the WADT podcast, we will discuss a very important aspect of childhood, and that is making friends. As children grow, they will be making more and more of the decisions that affect their lives by themselves. One of those decisions is who to choose as friends. How much say should parents have in their children's choice of friends? What should parents do if their child, child's friends are a bad influence? How can parents help their children make good choices when it comes to friends and how to develop strong friendships? And today with me are my co-hosts, Hafiz, Kevin, and Elvina. And of course, my name is Parkson. <laughs> so Hi, I'm all of us have uh, many friends. Anyone has no friends at all? Will you be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> friends, not enough. Not enough friends, yeah. Well, I mean, everybody has Facebook friends, but I've always uh, wondered where, what category does Facebook friends uh, fall into? You know, I mean, in the past we have best friends, we have good friends, and then we have just you know acquaintances and you know colleagues, classmates, and things like that. Uh, today we have a new category called Facebook friends, but we're talking about our children, so um, let's talk about our children. How much say do you think parents should have in you know their children's choice of friends? Ladies first. Well, yeah. ladies I was just first. about to say that. <laughs> just yeah. like the men, ladies Jesus. first. Well, I have. Well, I think. <laughs> All right, no worries, no worries. Um, yeah, that that kind of question, right? Uh, how much say? I think. I think the when they're younger, I think we do have some influence and a bit of control because we kind of set the setting for our kids, you know, social events and all that, you know, who we who we hang out with, they tend to hang out with the same, uh, our friends' kids, right? But once they get into school, then I think you have less control over, uh, you know, who they are friends, who they choose to have as friends. So I think to that question, uh, how much say do we have? Um, I think we have a lot to say about our kids' friends um, as to whether our children, um, uh, whether it influences our children's choice, I think there is some influence uh, to that. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think I think it's to me the issue is uh, control over influence. Really, you can't control their choice of friends, but I think um, we we have some influence when we make comments and things like that. What do you think, Kevin? Um, I think parents should have a say, but not the ultimate say. Uh, as parents, we cannot just say, oh, you want to mix, whoever you want to mix, go ahead, kind of thing. But uh, I think it'd be good to find out who, who your, your kids are hanging out with. Uh, I, mean, I agree with Avina, when they are younger, they will tag along with us, like, you know, we go and meet our friends, and then the, the kids will just play with each other. Like, you know. But when they are older, and we are, they are not under our eye, or they're not with us, who they hang out with, well, I guess they have to. They will have to make that decision on their own. They have to figure out who they want to hang out with and why. But I always learn from my parents is what what they do is they actually organize uh, parties or birthday parties, for example. That's where I little did I know uh, they are actually eyeballing my friends. They are actually watching and observing my friends. What kind of mannerisms and things like that. 
and they also encouraged me to bring my friends home. Like, oh, yeah, I said, I friends come over, come here. So, but little did I know, I thought they're being hospitable. They're actually watching my friends. Yeah, so that is how parents maybe can and not spy on your on your on your friend on your kids' friends, but that's how you can get to know them as well. How when they come into your house, for example, do they greet you? When they eat after a meal or something, do they bring their their bowls to the back, for example? Or do they just leave a mess and things like that? No, when they play the toys or what, you know, do they do they mess up or do, do they play violently and break stuff? You know, things like that. You know, so you can really tell a lot by just their behavior, like you know, so things like that. So I think parents should have a say. But at the end of the day, how we guide them, again, that's what this podcast is about, right? How we guide them in choosing those friends are important. Mm-hmm. But we, we cannot be, you know, in that sense, judging kids when they're, when they're very young because, you know, kids do behave sometimes quite badly and things like that. But, you know, given time and guidance, uh, they will change. So are you saying that, you know, if parents see, you know, a kid that doesn't take care of his toys or doesn't share, uh, then the parent would, you know, want to discourage that child or prevent that child from getting along or, you know, making friends with that kid. Okay, no, so that kind of kid, right, usually is our friends' kids, uh, they are very young, uh, but it's like teenagers, for example, right, and they come over the house because very seldom play dates, for example, when my my kids uh, come over for play dates, right, they, uh, they are so violent and things like that, usually not, okay, but I'm, I'm talking more like observing uh, the friends are more like the secondary school, their mannerism, the, what comes out of their mouth, you know, the, the content, the topics they talk about, the whether there's any uh, um, vulgar language and things like that. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. But the, all the, the rough play and everything, I mean, they're all kids, they're kids, that we just understand that they're kids. Hmm. Hafiz, what do you think is the importance of having friends for kids? Definitely um, too important for us to um just not do anything uh if let's say uh we see our kids uh, not having friends uh, or not wanting to look out for friends i think uh depends on the personality of the kid like some of them they are introvert some of them are more extrovert so some have many friends you know everyone they can make friends from all all kinds of people even make people doubts you know they can they can mm-hmm. freely talk to and i've seen such uh, yeah. children and um, but some children due to personalities they may not be uh outward and like to talk right because how do you have friends if you don't talk <laughs> right but again um it's matter of um the importance uh it's it's important for the well-being of the child the social well-being the mental well-being um there's so much that a child can um we just have children who have only their families in their relationship i think it's important for them to go out and uh, uh, know others know the world out there and i think you know to even sometimes um talk to people that uh, uh know them uh, better uh than than they think that their own parents are because um we sometimes want to pretend that we know everything about our children but you know it's, it's it's not the case most of the time and uh to extend that, it's important for us, therefore, to know our friends, uh, to know our friends' friends, uh, because that's where I think uh, not only a matter of uh, we can, you know, sort of have some influence or know about how uh, they behave and therefore influence our children, but know about our children from their friends, you know, by not spying or interrogating, but by just talking to them. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I, I know, I think it was really interesting. I think um, listening to what Kevin was saying, Parks and Hafiz as well, you know, the whole idea of uh, opening your home and then for, for your, your 
your kids are friends to come you know they feel comfortable and and not spying like you said um it's observing you don't just observe the other kids you know you observe how your child interacts with their friends because you notice another side of your children when they're with their friends is something very different you know the way they play the way they joke and all that so it's another side that you uh, have an opportunity to to see of your child and how your child is like with their circle of friends it's very very interesting when you see the kind of um interaction so like like what hafiz you also mentioned sometimes there's a side of your child that you probably do not see as often when you know when they are with your friends yeah that's interesting yeah for example you will begin to observe who is the leader and who's the follower whether your child is the indian chief or <laughs> 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 or something else yeah i think the those voice are... of reason <laughs> <laughs> correct correct and in social settings you know i think yeah children do um put you know put down their guard and be more relaxed and sometimes in front of their parents uh you know they may be a bit more guarded and so you may you may learn more about your children when they're in a social context and i think yeah the social skills that they will pick up along the way when they are mixing around with different kind of kids and i think that's that's where the exposure is important you know that uh, you expose them to different kind of children um so that they learn to you know adapt they learn you know to become more um not only adaptable but empathetic about different people's needs and different people's situations so you can actually you know uh, in that sense train up your children in those areas and many many other areas uh, by exposing them to different um types of people different types mm. of kids uh, mm. and then you know eventually uh, to them they, they may not be calling each other friends yet they're just calling each other you know oh this johnny is this you know and peter is this and so and so mm. is this um i think um it takes a while many years for them to come to a point where they will begin to call each other friends by the way has anyone ever watched this movie called stand by me is it an old movie <laughs> yes yes it's a very it, it's quite an old movie song. um okay yeah. it is a song yeah yes it is a song that's the theme song of that movie oh, really? and uh yeah it's basically about uh i think it, there were four four or five kids you know that were on this journey it's it's a it's, they live in the countryside all right um and they've heard that you know there was another older kid who got knocked down by a car but his body is out there in the wilderness out there somewhere and so they decided to go on a journey to look for that body all right mm -hmm. and uh, why because they they felt that the parents and the family of that that boy um deserves a closure and these kids were just you know under 10 years old you know i think maybe seven eight or nine years old kind of ages and so they began on this journey to look for the the body of that that kid who got knocked down by a car and killed by a car um and along the way they had many many different things you know they were crossing a swamp and uh, they you know they were kind of bitten by leeches and things like that so different kinds a uh, very interesting show very very endearing show uh you you guys should watch it but what i what i went away with was you know the sense that you know these are very precious friendships and memories and the the movie began with one of the boys who is now an adult uh recalling and telling the story you know and uh, at the the movie ends with you know that same person um, telling about how when they have grown up you know um who have they become one of them became a lawyer another one became a salesman and, and so on and so mm -hmm. forth and you know uh, one of them was actually killed in in a fight 
he was trying to intervene when two men were fighting uh, and then uh, in the uh, as a result got killed you know so he was the nice guy he was a peacemaker and you know the, that characteristic was seen throughout the childhood but uh, you know uh, it didn't it didn't do do well for him <laughs> mm-hmm. so go and watch it stand by me right try and look up for that yeah well, well yeah, respect think... that uh, story yeah um i i i it reminds me of this word uh, the values that children learn when they have friends you know i think we talk about we wanting to teach our children values right uh directly you know but i think at the same time we also we so know that they learn the values from environment and mm. i think the most they learn from are the people who they are close with you know trust mm-hmm. uh you know they, they believe that you know they will go they will take a bullet for them you know yeah so usually these are friends that you know had gone through together with them other in terms of uh, difficulty as what you said eh? and that mm-hmm. built the child you know and uh, built them for what they are or will be in the future so it's no doubt it's very important right for parents to know who their friends but do we have control and should we give more autonomy more uh, freedom for our children to choose their own friends because everyone is unique everyone mm-hmm. wants to um, will have their own sense of what is important in life uh, but definitely there are certain fundamental values that parents want their children to have but beyond that if we do not give let's say we do not give the children the autonomy to choose their friends what will be the uh, consequence mm. yeah you know, i was thinking about the as parents i guess we can take interest in our kids friends especially um like now my, my kids are all primary school going and there are a few names that always come up the very regular names that they mention you know so i think one thing parents can do is to who is this person can you tell me more about genie who is this genie like why do you spend time with, like what is she like so ask your kid to describe their friends then in some sense you can also hear from their point of view um how come they hang out with these with, with, with these particular friends lah? i mean we are all social beings that's what happy saying right they, they naturally they, they will connect with certain people and that can that can review a bit of who your kid is but also um it's good to find out about uh, uh, about your, uh, from your kid like why why are they drawn to these these people and, and, and not other other people in the class and so maybe in the class right how come these names come up more than, than the rest i don't hear about the other 25 over kids they only talk about this first these four to five kids yeah what is it that that you are attracted to this 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 group like you know yeah so that's why you have conversation and interact with your kids i think i think when you were talking about that it was also uh brings to mind sometimes when you see a group uh when i observe my my children and their group of friends right you can see that all have quite different personalities and like you said what draws them to these friends right and i think it's also interesting when we realize that they're drawn our children can be drawn by common interest but also drawn to people who are not like them you know who have skills or traits that um that they are lacking personally but so they value it in in another friend because it's so natural to them like for example if i have a you know i have one who is very cautiously selective of her friends and she is one i con i call her a great observer and a great listener which makes her a good friend right so um so she is she values someone who can speak up for themselves who is uh very uh, outspoken you know verbal uh, able to verbalize you know what they're thinking on the spot um so yeah i think that's very very interesting when you think of the dynamics of the friendship and recognize it and and i think that's where we appreciate the different 
um, personalities of our children's friends as well. So exactly right. So how at what level at what age we can, uh, you know, continue to control our children, right? So, sooner or later they will grow up and they, we have cannot control at all, and they need to, uh, you know, do things on their own and make decisions on their own, right? So, uh, for example, if we force them to have a friend like this, like A, but they don't like it, mm-hmm. so they are forced to have that kind of situation. So they will not learn uh, in the situation where when when they grow up. Uh, they, where they need to make certain decisions uh, and how that decision uh, can be bad or good for them, which I think is a learning process that uh, all children have to go through. Mm. I think friends form a very critical component of the identity of our, of our kids, no matter how old they are, and especially when they are growing older and teenage years and, uh, in that stage, when they are figuring out, figuring out their, who they are. Their friends, in some sense, help them to figure that out as well, their, their likes and dislikes, and so the interest in the music, I like this music, but I don't like counting, you know, but he exposed me to this music that, hey, it's actually not too bad counting, you know, because I wouldn't have exposed to learn this music if not for this friend, things like that, or certain hobbies mm-hmm. or things like that, right? Yeah, like card games or whatever hobbies, that, whatever trending thing that the young people are doing now, all the friends influence one man, right? But when I was working with the young, with, uh, in the civil service as a probation officer, that was very uh, critical, you know. Um, while, I, I did, while I recognize that the friends uh, give them a sense of identity and belonging as well. Because in this group, I feel belong. This group, I feel a part of, right? Compared to another group. But sadly, some of them, uh, they are, their sphere or their, their clique or their friends are not so good company. So all of them get in trouble together. All of them go, uh, for example, they, they end up in a gang fight together, right? So one of the things that we tell them to do is to change your friends. Now, retrospectively thinking, how difficult was that advice to a young person to change your friends? Right, but if so, you ask me to change my friend, means I hang out with the three of you, but because we got into trouble together, you're telling me don't hang out with them anymore. Then who am I going to be friends with? Right, but the truth is also that, that if they stick with these friends, very the chance of them re offending was very high, unfortunately. And that was the, the case. Like, you know, I had cases who I had some youth that got into trouble, and we told them you need to start changing your friends or don't hang out with these people as often because they are decision making and, and, and they advise you to to do things that are not so good, like even breaking the law, right? But if they, and they saw they chose to hang out, continue to hang out with the gang members, for example, and true enough, they got in trouble again. Mm. But we can recognize, I guess, that friends give them a sense of identity and belonging, and we got to see how we can navigate that with our kids. Yeah, I think uh, because it, uh, our friends is uh, friends is, are the one of the main source of identity for our kids, particularly teenagers. Um, it's important that parents do not criticize your the kids' friends because by criticizing your kids' friends, you are in a way criticizing your child because it was your child who chose those friends. Mm. You know, yeah. So I think we need to be mindful about that. Um, so if we cannot, you know, it, I mean, it's very difficult for parents to control uh, and choose the friends for their kids. I think the next best thing to do is to teach their their kids what is a good friend mm-hmm. right so let, let's do this let's go around each one naming one characteristic or one descriptor of a good friend uh just by completing this sentence a good friend is kevin a good friend is respectful of others okay i think we understand that uh elvina a good friend is someone who can tell me the truth that she knows I don't want to hear. 
I don't know how to describe that. So uh, someone who can tell me the truth, the painful truth. It's called brutally honest. I know. <laughs> I need I need friends like that. I mean, I, I have friends like that. I think it's a true friend, friend. You know, because friends will tell you as it is. The, the not so good friends will just skirt around yeah, and let you do the bad thing. Does it look nice? I, I like this outfit. Is it good? And then they're like, oh, actually, it's not flattering at all. Oh, okay, I'll go change. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I, I thought that that role is to be played by the spouse. That's dangerous role. <laughs> <laughs> spouse yeah. or defense is what? Sorry? All right. Hafiz, yeah, yeah. you're next. Yeah, her good friend is rich. <laughs> rich in many wow. ways. Rich in empathy. Ah. Okay, okay. Good I thought you were going to say rich and old. Yeah, but I don't mind rich friends. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, for me, a friend, a good friend would be someone who uh, doesn't force you to do anything. But, you know, that means, in other words, it will be able to accept your no, uh, respects your boundaries. Kevin? Mm -hmm. A friend is an all-weather friend. So good times, bad times, they are there with me. Mm -hmm. All right. Elvina? A friend is someone i can count on to encourage me yeah office um a, a good a good listener i mean listens to you um you know well <laughs> mm. yeah don't just talk and talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, I think to add to that, I think a good friend would be someone who shows interest in you because, you know, there are some people who likes to talk about themselves, you know, and when you try to talk about yourself, you know, they will just say, oh, I'm, I'm the same. And then they go on and co continue talking about themselves. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How about you, Kevin? A friend allows me to be who I am. I don't have to put on a mask. Mm. All a right. good friend is someone I can spend time with and say absolutely nothing. <laughs> All right, wow. Hafiz. That's deep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they are non, um, what do you call that? Non-judgmental. They, they do not assume uh, things of you. Um, like many people, right? They make judgment of you. And I think we are sometimes uh, also... Uh, you know, guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, but they don't judge you. Mm. Okay. Um, well, a good friend is someone who does not gossip, you know, and talk bad about you behind mm. your back. Mm -hmm. I agree. Kevin? A good friend or friend is someone who can hold space for you. Mm -hmm. you hold, hold space, space? Mm -hmm. what yeah, that, means, mean? that means if I'm angry right now or, or if I'm having a certain emotion, the friend will not come and address that emotion straight away. Just let me be who I am. Like, mm. Just hold space for me, you know? Yeah. Mm. Okay, he's having a, a, a thing now. Not that I just need me a long time, but they, they respectfully hold space for me that, mm -hmm. that allows me to go through that thing, you know, that, that whatever emotion I'm going through. And then when, when needed, they will, they, yeah, they, I, will, I will reach out to them more. Yeah. A whole space a bit, a bit deeper but yeah that's about an older friend i guess <laughs> oh, very deep okay well, getting deeper, deeper. yeah a friend is someone 
I can fight well with, <laughs> I can disagree with and not have to worry about our friendship. Okay. And again, I'm thinking of the spouse. <laughs> <laughs> then that makes a good friend, a good spouse. Yeah. Yep. A spouse All right, finally. Your friend. Be a my spouse, spouse is your friend. Ah. <laughs> should we read my book? My spouse is my friend. <laughs> well, it should be the best friend, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just a sidetrack. Uh, do, you, do you observe that brides often cry on their wedding day? No, not me. But maybe... All right, so you're the not exception. That I've, yeah, I am the do exception. You, do you know why brides cry on their wedding day? They lose their best friends. They have to change friends. No. Okay, yeah, they're less. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. They're sad because they couldn't marry the best man. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. That's a dead joke there. <laughs> dead joke. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, Hafiz. Uh, fun. La. They're fun. La. They're, they, they, you feel that uh, you can do anything with them. Uh, you don't put, I mean, that someone says that sound, right? You don't, you can be yourself. You don't put a face mm. on them. Just have fun. La. Okay. Wow. And, so, and, uh, yeah. you know, spending like five, uh, you know, one hour with them is like, you know, time passes so fast. Yep. Yep. All right. So, final question for today How can parents um, help their children or teach their children to choose the, the good friends? Hmm. I think we have addressed that, right? Uh, how? How? I think, I, I don't know, some parents, they, Purposely, for example, choose uh, where to live, where their children go to school, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and even control uh, all their life. But I think that uh, one way is to, you know, uh, one way that I myself tried, although it's not that easy, uh, is to make your friends, children, their friends. Okay, because usually the values match. Okay. But that's, it's not always uh, easy and successful because they may not uh, have that uh, chemistry, right? We may have mm -hmm. chemistry within uh, parents, but not the children. Mm -hmm. But that's one way. Mm -hmm. I, I think role modeling uh, is one thing. Because I think, like like many of us, we said that our children are very much influenced by the environment, right? Who they hang out with, what they watch, or... or whatever the interactions with. So even as parents, this is what I mean when I talk about uh, influence. Uh, when we role model how we are as friends to our friends, and they watch when we talk about our friends, we talk about our friendships, you know, if it's a birthday coming up, you know, our ch if, if we continue to keep our children sort of like um, involved in our lives as much as we are involved in theirs. So they see that, oh, these friendships can, you know, carry on. Parents also have friends and parents also, you know, value the friendships and, and uh, intentional about how we we care for our friends. So I think that kind of role modeling actually helps because they see how the friendships can last a long time when we care and um, and when we are good friends ourselves to the friends. So I think role modeling is um, an example um, when we talk about our friends as well. But the other thing I, I feel strongly about is um, I think one thing that helps our children to make good choices is to also strengthen our children's sense of self-worth or self-esteem. You know, because I say that when they're lacking something, they're looking for it in someone else. You know, um, even if it's a sense of belonging, if they don't feel that in the family, they're seeking it elsewhere. 
uh, if they don't feel good about themselves and they don't find that kind of uh, assurance or affirmation in the family, they look for it elsewhere. So I think as parents, one way that we can help them is to sort of strengthen their sense of worth, uh, you know, assure them of, of, of all those, you know, affirm them when, when you see these good qualities, uh, traits, you know, um, in your child, so that your child is, you know, growing in their own self-confidence as well. So I think that that, that helps, yeah. Uh, for me, I think one of the things that I remind my kids uh, as much as I can when I send them off to school and I bless them in the day, in the morning before they go, uh, is to remind them to be a blessing. We're here we are, we're talking about um, our friends, uh, our kids choosing friends, but in some sense, I'm re reminding my children, three of them, my, my kids, what kind of friend are you? You know, so I remind them to look out for their friends, I remind them to uh, to be a blessing to their teachers or what. So, so they are outward looking, they are giving, they are, they are looking out for others. Yeah, and, and that's the kind of trait that I want our, 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 my kids to have, where they are, they are, they are, the starting point, they are a good friend. They are not needy and wanting friends to, to, to fill their tank time, but they, they, they are filling other people's tanks, so to speak, they're looking out for others. And I, I also learned from a friend, as a, a, my friend, that he actually gives money to, especially during COVID time, uh, he gave his children extra pocket money so that he can, the kids can go out and look out for kids who, um, uh, a bit uh, tight financially and buy food for them, you know. It's like, wow, you send your kids out to be like that, you know, so, so giving, so generous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I thought that, that that is one way we can talk, when we talk about friends, is what kind of friends are our kids to their friends. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, I think, um, is to point out to them, eventually, I think this one is a bit more secondary school level, is that your friends uh, make who you are, so to speak, your identity, who you hang out with, you know, your mannerisms, your, your, your lingo, your jargons and stuff. All your friends say the same thing, you know, yeah, so you kind of be like a bit like that as well. So it's just cautioning them, I guess, like who you hang up with, um, will in some sense influence who you are mm. as well, your, your values and your priorities. Uh. Mm. Yeah, I, I think both are very, all are very good points, you know, and um, maybe just to add to that is, I think it's important or essential for parents to just have the conversation with their kids, you know, about, um, about each and every of their friends or you know people they know in school or anywhere around that and just yeah like what kevin earlier mentioned you know just ask questions about that person ask your kid to describe um sometimes even you know it's good to uh, help your child talk about the dynamics in the class for example or within a group of friends um you know the kind of dynamics who tend to speak more who tends to be more bossy who tends to be the one who suggests good idea good ideas and things like that um you know that that helps the child to also understand you know uh, the different relational dynamics that happens within yeah. groups and and things like that so it, it equips the child with more of these social skills and social aptitudes to be able to um, be adaptable and be more uh, accepting and tolerant of different behaviors um, but I think modeling is important because um, a lot of parents talk about wanting to be the, a friend to their kids, right? So I think um, if a parent can exhibit most of the characteristics that we have just, you know, gone around sharing, mm. uh, then I'm sure the kid will be uh, learning all these characteristics, you know, and be wanting to see most of it, if not all of it, uh, in the people in the, they call friends. See? Mm. And I think um, like what Kevin finally also said uh, is uh, being a friend first, right? You mm. know, so 
I guess the golden rule is, is, is always true. Do unto others what you want others to do to you, right? Mm -hmm. um, what you sow, you will reap eventually. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Okay, let's end this podcast with the with singing. Uh, that's what friends. Stand by me. All right. Okay. Thank you for being a friend and uh, go and make more friends and be a friend to others. Yes. All right. Till the next time. Bye bye. Bye, bye friends. Bye, bye. Thanks, bye, bye friends. Bye bye friends.